0: Tell me that having high level of woo and being very loud isn't successful. How do you say no to that?
1: That's exactly what a high woo person would say, <laughs> isn't it?
2: <laughs> True. I feel like my more calm excitement does the same thing in a different way.
3: I don't know, Joe. I cried and took a long time to make a decision with you, and I said yes right away with Danielle. Um, so...
4: So this is the true reason why we brought you guys here today, or I brought you here, because I am, how could you guys bring Cooper into Royal? What were you guys thinking?
0: Let's just throw it all out here to, to start with.
3: Uh, it was I'm a stretch. Too. I mean, it was a stretch.
0: <laughs> but sometimes.
3: So I'm going to add this episode to my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> Got it.
0: <laughs> just picture this though. If there were such a thing, and maybe there is, if you swing down to my office, you might see these, but there's the hire or to not hire dice. Okay, <laughs> oh, never seen these. And, dice. and, you, and you might it just shake it and, and just were, see what it
3: see what it says. I thought you were going to talk about your ugly Vikings, like tablecloths uh, on your I'm
0: desk. throwing darts already.
2: I,
3: like, don't talk about about that.
0: I like it. Yep. Yeah, yeah, No, nope. it's a whole new generation happening in Minnesota. My, my
3: headphones are broken. You know, it's good to like have the confidence and you know the willpower to hang in there. I just don't think it's ever going to happen.
0: I just think it makes us stronger. As human beings, as sports fans, um, really any Minnesota sport, you know, fan, there's a lot of resiliency, and yeah. uh, we're never gonna, never gonna give up.
3: I will agree. Being a wild <laughs> fan, I feel that See? they did really great this year, though. So. Yeah,
4: yeah. It's actually in my contract. Anytime somebody talks about the Vikings, I have to cut it out of the podcast. So, <laughs>
3: <I> apologize <laughs> for that.
4: Do you guys? Can you go ahead and introduce yourselves?
2: I am Danielle Geisler. I have been with Royal for two and a half years, and I'm an organizational talent advisor too, or as we call ourselves, OTAs. Ooh, I didn't it's know kind that. Kind of
0: catchy. I like it. OTAs. If you're looking for an ODA. if
2: you're looking for an ODA.
0: do other places call their people OTAs?
2: Probably not. Is there
1: like a, a layperson's term that, like, what does that really mean? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Basically, we're an HR generalist. Generalist. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably the best way to yeah explain it.
1: And for someone like me who has doesn't know anything about hr like generalist can you talk about that just briefly
3: they do general hr things like what i don't know all things hr HR. okay
1: so someone's like i need to talk to hr like you guys are like you're on the other end of the phone okay that's us
3: yep Yep. i'm gonna put a plug in here if royal let us all like pick what our titles are and then we got to put that on our name tag if you could pick your own Mm -hmm. job title what would it be
0: what would it be
4: let's do let's do it right now what would yours be
3: Oh, I I don't know.
4: <laughs> oh,
3: come
0: on, P- put you on the spot.
3: I know, mine's I don't know. I like I do all the things, chaos coordinator probably.
0: James, do you have one? I think I don't know, like words
1: guy or something, words person, word master, <laughs> word master, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, it's
4: catchy. Mine would just be human. What? Yeah,
3: pick Steve. something
4: more exciting. Yeah. No, this is my title. I get to pick what I want. Don't judge my title
3: i'm not judging you i just made a suggestion okay C- could it be like video
0: sizzle guy Ooh. <laughs> Ooh,
4: how about let's take the video out and just sizzle guy steve that brings the sizzle steve,
2: i like it
4: steve the sizzle guy
0: <laughs> i love it thanks joe I can sell that on the street corner
2: i think he's going to expect that on a name tag and delivered to his desk yeah, exactly
0: yes. we can we could probably make that happen
1: We got to get an introduction from Joe.
4: Yeah, we haven't
0: got that yet. So my name is Joe, Joe Underwood, Organizational Talent Advisor, level two here at Royal Credit Union.
4: So before we get into everything, I wanted to ask, somebody might be listening to this right away, looking for a job. What does Royal have to offer right now? Do we have any openings?
0: Oh, we have many amazing career opportunities for anyone listening. I, I would be willing to bet, Danielle, would you agree that anyone listening... Probably have an opportunity for them. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We're
0: moving. We're shaking.
4: You know, I, I like to leave this for the end, but let's just put it up in, in front. If they're looking for a position, where can they go to look, find our current positions?
0: Yeah. So you can hit our careers website, which is www.rcu.org slash careers.
2: Throughout all of our offices, we have Minnesota branches that have openings, corporate, Chippewa Valley.
0: St. Croix Valley.
2: Rice like,
3: are any of them remote? Because I feel like people care about that. I don't know if you're Uh, allowed to say anything yet. Yeah,
0: I I would say that there has definitely been a tremendous effort uh, from Royal as an organization over the last three years, even prior to the pandemic, Mm -hmm. to uh, push forward with uh, remote and workplace flexibility outside of member facing roles. That there's definitely been a push forward for workplace flexibility and remote work so in the job posting itself on on the careers website um, there's a a percentage uh, listed for how remote it is and you can check that out
3: i haven't looked at our openings for a while because i like my job but that's good to know
4: so if somebody's looking to apply for a job let's talk about some tips and tricks resumes do's and don'ts do you guys have do you have something for me I am taking notes over here. So
2: <laughs> Better not be
0: um, in a good way. So, so do uh, spritz a little cologne and/or perfume or body spray on it uh, if you're going to hand it in in person.
3: Do people still do that? Put a little
0: sizzle in. That's
2: there. what I asked him when he yeah. like told me this.
0: Wait, you guys discussed that specific tip ahead of time.
2: <clears throat> a little bit, we did. Just high level, yeah.
0: Because I said, here's here's what I would prefer. You know, <laughs> if I'm at a career fair and I'm or a job fair, hiring fair, hmm. and uh, someone hands me a A resume Don't just have it smell like paper.
2: Do you want to be like Reese Witherspoon and Legally Blonde on pink paper and it's scented?
0: Yeah, I would appreciate that. But
4: couldn't that backfire for you? And what happens if you personally don't like that smell?
2: What if they're allergic?
4: Yeah, there's a risk. (laughs) A (laughs) risk-reward? It's a balance.
0: I'm willing to roll the dice like we did on Cooper when we (laughs) hired her. (laughs) Literally
4: literally roll the dice. (laughs) That's how they decide it. And it makes so much sense now.
3: You know what? I like it here. I'll take what I can get. That's how it had to happen. It had to happen, man. <laughs> it's a success story.
4: In fact, they brought your resume with them today so that we can actually review oh, the do's and don'ts. It's on my LinkedIn
3: profile, not the one I applied for that time, but like my professionally written one.
4: Is that a thing that we should do? Should we should we be putting yeah. our resumes on social media specifically LinkedIn? Is that a good idea?
0: Yeah. I, I think that's a, a very sound practice. I think. You know, going back to the dues, right, um, make sure that the dang thing is updated mm-hmm. with, with the most current information. Uh, to this day, we still receive resumes that are not current. And through conversation with candidates, they let us know about a certain experience level somewhere that wasn't listed on their their resume, which is relevant to the role that they're applying for. Sure. So a, a sound recommendation would be to review and update the resume accordingly before submitting it to Royal.
2: Make sure you put end dates on there too. I've reviewed oh. a lot of resumes that'll have like 2017 to present, 2018 to present. So it's like, are you working three jobs right now or are we only only at the one? So anything to make it as clear as possible for us recruiters that are reviewing up to 100 resumes a day is helpful.
3: What about that one page rule? Because like my resume, I've had a lot of jobs. I have three jobs right now. So mine doesn't really fit on one page anymore. Is that like a tried and true we're not going to look at it. If it doesn't, what's your best advice there? I think if it's yeah.
0: relevant, you keep it. Okay. And I think recruiters will definitely agree that the one-page rule, yeah, we're we're busy. We're reviewing a, a mm-hmm. ton of resumes a day. But if there's some relevant work experience that kind of trickles into page two, I say you keep
2: it. And utilize the margins. Make it so that you're utilizing every space on the page
3: oh. and not just
2: leaving blank space. That's always a one that we're like, well... We probably could have seen it all on one page but you really spaced it out so yeah
0: and people are getting creative you know the word guy
1: i was going to ask about that like not the words but the the layout side of it like colors and like a photo of yourself does that is that relevant does that matter i mean it makes you stand out catches the eye right? catches yeah. the
0: eye that's the goal
2: right makes you, you remember know. their resume i've seen it where they like put their key objective or their main attributes on the side and then they have the experience in the middle of it
0: i like the uh the meter you know a view of like hey uh, excel let's say and then there's like a little bar that says i'm almost a a master in excel and and kind of list it that way gone are the days of kind of fitting within the eight and a half by eleven word format and we're definitely seeing more creativity on utilizing all the square footage of of the paper
2: and i think too just balancing like whatever job you're applying for, putting the relevant experience and then maybe having an area that lists like other jobs to fill in the gaps if there's like time gaps Mm -hmm. between those jobs just so that we can see it. I mean, we don't need to know if you worked at McDonald's for three years if it's not applicable to your marketing position you're applying to or something like that. So just kind of knowing the position you're applying for and what relevant experience kind of fits with it.
4: So should you be tailoring your resume to that position as you submit it?
0: Absolutely. Yep.
4: 1000%. So not just cover letter, resume too. Yep.
0: yep.
2: I think another don't would be make sure you put in your key objective the position you're applying for. If you're applying for oh. a member account representative, but you say you're looking for a marketing position that doesn't really relate sure. to the position. So
0: and the recruiters and hiring managers see that mm-hmm. and that can be kind of a negative right out of the shoot that may impact your candidacy.
4: Is there too much sizzle that you can put
0: on your resume? Uh, for me, no, nope. You sprinkle that sizzle anywhere.
4: That brings up the point of should you do some research on even t- who's going to be looking at your resume off the bat, and take a look and say, "Hey, Joe Underwood likes to likes a little sizzle with his steak. Maybe I should
0: <laughs> throw some sizzle yeah. with his steak." Yeah. No, I think so. I think that that all goes back to step number one, you know, study the organization, study other people maybe that work in that role, you know, at Royal and and connect. Right. So on on social media platforms, networking groups, whatever the the case may be, if you have an opportunity to get to know those people that work in that space, I couldn't recommend that anymore because you're going to get a lot of information possibly from them that that can either help you decide if you want to click that apply button or not. But yeah, I think it's it's wise to review and, and study kind of who's gonna be looking at your resume and uh, just see what their their interests are maybe.
4: How have we not talked about what the donut for this episode is? Did you guys come up with it? This is money donuts. We gotta talk about donuts and what episode best describes the the job search
2: job search market. Current, Currently, how we're, yeah, we're sitting back. Let me take back.
1: a drink. I... <laughs> is it just the crumbs that are left over? Just
2: <laughs> No. I honestly think we're in a really interesting space where there's probably more jobs than people looking. So if you're looking for a new job, now is probably the great or best time to do it. We've had a lot of openings and you know, we haven't seen as many candidates as we're used to just because of the market. And I don't know if it's people not leaving or what it is, but it's definitely the time to look if you're interested in a new position.
0: To answer the question about a donut that might describe the the market right now, I think it's it's a little bit of you just take a chunk of each kind of donut in the display case and just smash it all together. And, like a monster and just, cookie. But like a monster cookie. And yeah, a donut. And, and monster just, donut. Just have at it. Monster donut.
3: Perfect opportunity to edit in a monster donut. Like a donut with a monster face. Why Didn't is that? But why?
1: We got to know why. Why is that the donut? Like it's just a mishmash right now?
0: So so I think it's it's a very unique uh, recruiting space. As Danielle said, there are a ton of opportunities out there. And, and the shift has happened where the, the ball is essentially in the candidate in their their wheelhouse. They, they have an opportunity to kind of entertain all sorts of different flavors, per se, uh, of the donut. And, and then... Take a bite of a little bit of each before they make a final decision on what they, they want to move forward with. There are many, many cases we could probably talk all day about mm-hmm. us extending an offer to a candidate. And they they are very transparent saying that, hey, I got a couple other offers, you know, on the table here. I want to evaluate um, to make sure I'm making the right, the right call. But, man, Royal does a lot of amazing things. We offer a lot of different things, you know, from, uh, I mean, we could talk all day about the amazing benefits that we have, the culture that we have, the incredible, yeah, incre- incredible development opportunities within the organization. Our leadership, you know, from the executive team down. I mean, there's a lot that, as recruiters, we have in our kind of our arsenal of, you know, things that we can offer uh, to team members that, or potential team members that that really allow us to shine uh, on the recruiting front.
3: Yeah. I'll put it a plug in for Royal. I mean, as people are looking <laughs> for jobs, they're like, oh, financial, boring. That's just not what it's like here. It's seriously fun. Our executives will like have impromptu fake snowball fights in the hallway, which is not something you see everywhere. And it is just really fun and the opportunities are endless and it's pretty cool.
0: I think opportunities, just to kind of frame that, we're looking at some numbers last year. Get ready. Hang on tight because this stat is incredible. 140 internal moves within the organization.
3: Holy buckets. Wow. That's a so, lot. So
0: we're about 660 team members large across all of Royal Royal's footprint. 140 people moved at some point internally within Royal.
2: That's huge. Insert yeah.
0: wow factor right there. I think there.
2: the year before was about 100. Yep. Two. So it's consistent that we've been... Internal moves.
4: Is that another uh, tip that we could talk about? Is networking is such a big thing of when you get.
3: How do you network?
0: Oof. You got to crank that woo. You know, Cut
3: just turn that woo
0: knob all the way up. Yeah,
3: exactly. Can we can we give our listeners a definition of woo? <laughs> Let's help them out a little bit.
0: So, so the woo <laughs> I like to call it is uh, kind of here. Let me let me give you. Little insight into how Joe starts <laughs> oh, his day. Oh boy. Okay. Buckle up. We said this was going to get weird. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get weird real fast, but hang on tight. <laughs> you, you got a choice in the morning, right? So you wake up, you know, you shower, whatever, you're doing your hair. You know, I got a lot of hair to do. Um, but one of the, the key contributing factors for me into cranking that woo knob all the way up is looking in the mirror saying, Are you going to make some dreams come true today? Are you going to rock everything that you do? You respond with yes, boy. That woo knob absolutely cranked to the to the highest level possible. But for the official Joe Underwood definition of woo, <laughs> excitement, passion, energy, just that wow factor in every single thing that you do, every conversation you have. That's woo.
3: Okay, I like it. Approved.
0: Approved stamp. Insert approved stamp. I do believe
4: that Joe does that every morning. So I'm like, I, I can. I know. Tell- I'm
3: like, I'm sure he does. That should be our first money donuts T-shirt. Bring the woo. Bring the woo. Joe Underwood.
4: I forget why. Why were we even talking about woo? I forget. I've totally lost. Right?
3: Um, networking. Oh, because yeah, you got to bring the yeah. woo and networking.
0: Yeah, and but again, maybe you don't. Right? <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe you don't.
2: You might scare some people. Yeah. Be a little intimidating. Well,
0: I'm attracted by woo.
4: As an introvert, I feel like my woo is low, so I bring in a different kind of vibe to the situation.
3: Your woo is low, but it's it's prominent.
0: But when it's there, it's there,
3: it's there. I mean, like you can feel it. I
2: think you have to have a good balance and be approachable. <laughs> Sometimes I'm a little intimidated by Joe. I'm like, I oh, don't know, I can't get there.
0: And then two minutes later, she's up to the level. Woo is almost like being brave, putting yourself
4: out there, just like not fake it till you make it, but like finding that energy inside you to put yourself out there. That's what woo and networking is all about. Yeah.
0: You need to show the world why you are it, whatever it is. You got to show the world that you are it. So that's that internal drive, right? That don't be scared. You know, it's awkward for, for most people. Um, To just walk up to some random stranger and introduce yourself to them and, you know, start a conversation. And once you do it and and you get a couple of experiences under your belt, it becomes less intimidating. But for networking, that's all it is, is awkward introductions, (laughs) hopefully leading towards something really successful.
3: You know, like, is it important to be like your true self in an interview. I mean, I know we all kind of like, you know, might tone it down, but like bringing your personality and stuff, you know, it's important to be a fit in an organization.
2: Yeah, I think that's very important for us and I think that's definitely something we look at when we're screening candidates and making sure that they do fit within the organization.
0: I think it's important to wear fancy socks as well. That are visible? If you interview, yeah. So going back to...
3: Why do you have taco socks Taco, on Tuesday? taco Tuesday? It's a donut well podcast. Done. Do you have donut socks?
4: You know, I didn't even think about Taco Tuesday. I just put on taco
3: socks. <laughs> do you have donut socks? Yes, I do. Really?
0: Yes. Yes, I do. So think about this. Going back to the networking comment. There's nothing like fancy socks that can break that ice and break that barrier right away. Because who knows? That conversation could go really well. Or it could be really painful and awkward, but if it's painful and awkward, you just flash a little sock <laughs> and the sky's a limit after that.
2: I think you gotta be careful with that to not break any <laughs> HR rules. HR rules. <laughs> Putting that out there.
0: I could
1: pretty much guarantee that after this podcast goes out, every interview that Royal has in person, like there's, every there's candidate is going to be wearing some socks. Some flash kind of socks. socks. Like, okay, that you, you may wanna
0: ask. Pretty cool.
3: I'm you not know, gonna lie.
0: My my the manager at the time. Uh, that hired me. It might be worth surveying, did the socks make an impact in the hiring decision when I came in for my interview at Royal, my first interview?
3: While well, is she working she's, today? Yeah. Well, let's we ask, should ask her. her. Should we call her? Yeah. Can we call?
4: So recap, we are calling Joe's boss to Nicole see, Wilson. To see why he she hired him.
3: And she's like the in-charge now. Actually, no, we're
4: asking- did these the socks, socks impact oh, okay. the hiring decision?
3: Okay,
2: she's gonna be like, Joe, I have no clue what you're talking about. That was eight years ago.
4: <laughs> Hold it up to the mic.
2: Yeah. Hey, Joe. Hey, Nicole.
0: <laughs> you you yeah, are live. The phone was still forwarded. Yeah. So so you are live on the Money Donuts podcast here huh. at Royal. Do you want to say hi to all the listeners? Hello. <laughs> so we, we have a really important question to ask you, Nicole and okay. this is going to rewind your 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 mind probably by about 8 years okay, okay. and and you have a younger joe underwood sitting across <laughs> from you uh being interviewed for the oda uh role the the ultimate question nicole did my fancy socks uh influence your hiring decision at all <laughs>
2: Well, it did bring a fun element that I was looking for to join the team. So I would have to say it may have a slight impact.
0: All right. What were the socks? Oh.
2: They, uh, I don't know,
0: but they were crazy socks. They, they were Argyle pattern. Okay. Yes. Um, I don't recall exactly what color because I was in an Argyle like frenzy at that point. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll admit, I probably had about six different Argyle pattern uh, socks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Nicole, yeah, we we were just kind of talking about how you know uh, attire and and fancy socks can influence and, and help awkward conversations at times uh, become less awkward. Right, they're a good conversation piece,
2: and they also bring a. A flair to the personality, which
3: is also an in insight into that individual. So I think it, it played a, a factor in both those areas. Great. All right.
0: <laughs> Thanks for the insight, Nicole. We
3: appreciate it. You, uh, All care. right. Bye. Bye. Told you. <laughs> I can't believe
2: that she was like, yeah, I'm really." eight years ago. She remembered.
3: Yeah. It really must have made an impact on her. That's pretty cool. I'm telling you, you should try it sometime. I think that was a really good example of like royal leadership too, where she was like, you know what? I'm just going to embrace this question. Joe's calling me out of the blue. All right. So And
0: she just came back from vacation too. So I'm sure she wasn't just sitting around waiting for Joe to ask if (laughs) if socks influenced her hiring
4: decision. What are some other things that you should not do in interviews or resumes or applications that will get you just thrown out right away?
0: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, meeting the the minimum qualifications of the role, right? So there, there's a job posting for a reason. This is the um, at minimum kind of what we're looking for in a candidate. Um, you know, I'm a fan of shooting your shot, right, and and trying to sling it out there if, if it makes sense. But mm, if you're far from that minimum requirement, I'm probably going to go right into the uh, thanks, uh, but no thanks.
2: And I would say, too, especially if you're in an interview and we ask you, so how would you hear about Royal? What do you know about us? And they have no answer. They've done no research. That doesn't make us feel like you want to be here. You're just looking for a job. And we want someone that is excited, has that woo, and is excited to start a career with Royal. So for me, that's really important.
3: Can you negotiate your salary? (laughs) Should that be your motivator for getting a job?
0: I think that, that depends, Right. On, it does, yeah. on the applicant, uh, the candidate, where they're at in their particular life. Um, everybody's in a different spot of the journey, whatever that journey is. Um, Royal has a strong compensation philosophy, and that philosophy really comes down to paying our team members above market, what the average pay is. Um, and uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put a little caveat there that with high pay comes high expectations for performance, right? So we want the best of the best on the Royal team. We're willing to pay for that. Um, but along with that comes the expectation to, to execute. And I think that's important to know. But I think overall, right, um, wherever you're at in your life, it, if you're looking for an opportunity to maybe increase your income or earnings or expendable income, um, if you want a internal fire is just burning in your belly to do something different and, you know, expand maybe a skill set or an opportunity to get into something that you've never done before. All of that's okay. You know Um, again, you know, Royal is, is just an incredible organization that kind of fosters all of that stuff. It, it all comes down to, compensation, benefits, you know, opportunities to continue to grow and and develop, you know, as a team member.
2: Yeah, I would say look at total rewards. So the overall, not just the dollar amount of what the offer is. Look at what benefits do they offer? What is it going to mean for what I have to pay out of pocket? Do they offer any of the benefits that are tuition reimbursement? We have tuition repayment that we help pay back for team members that already have their Degree, student loan repayment, student loan repayment. I just
3: signed up for that. So easy to so get easy. It started. It was so
2: easy, and you don't it took have to too do long anything. To do it. Yeah, it was awesome. I took advantage of that right away because it's an extra hundred bucks a month that goes towards your student loans. Did I
0: hear making it easy? Uh, I think ding, that's ding, making ding. it easy. Core value. Yeah, that's a core value.
2: And I think we don't just have our values on a wall and then forget them. We tie it into everything we do. Any decision we make for a member and how it's going to impact them, how it's going to impact the member. Is it going to make a difference? Is it doing the right thing? Is it making it easier for them? And we do the same thing for team members and candidates when we're recruiting, making sure we're making the process easy, we're doing the right thing, we're offering them the right compensation. We're not just offering the minimum because we could, we're making sure we're giving them a fair offer.
3: Everything, you know, I always think to myself, I'm like the like commercial for working at Royal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I'm not like
3: nothing I'm saying is untrue. But, you know, especially over like the pandemic and just, you know, in general, I'm always like, gosh, Royal can't get better. Like it cannot become a better place to work. And it does. And it's just mind boggling to me how our leaders are always like, no, we could do that better for team members. Or, wow, we could do that better for our members. And it, I don't, it's just amazing to work here and watch that.
0: For candidates, you know, that may be entertaining a career move, um, a challenge them if they're interviewing somewhere other than Royal um, to ask that organization, hey, you have core values, you might have a core purpose, whatever that statement is, um, can you tell me how you've lived that particular purpose?
2: Ooh,
3: that's a good question.
2: And two, just ask them what they were doing during the pandemic. How did they handle the pandemic for their team members? Cause that's kind of important, too. I mean, you want to make sure anywhere you're looking to go for a career that they have that stability and you don't have to worry, am I going to get laid off? And I think Royal's done an amazing job of not ever having that come up as a possibility.
0: Yeah, I think it it comes down to being flexible. you know we we hear flexible, we hear agile, we hear um, you know, just being adaptive and and being ready for that next whatever curveball that might be coming our way. Um, that, that's key. And I think, you know, from, from an organization perspective, um, we, we've gotten really, really good at that.
1: I, I mean, you could talk about how working for an organization like Royal that has that strong core purpose and core values that transcends the work that you do every day. That is more than your nine to five. That's everything. Like for a lot of people, your work is your identity as a person and taking that outside of work the next step further. I think that's so cool to have the opportunity to do that as a Royal team member. You know, you're that's more than just the job that you're doing. You get to be proud of what you do, even on the weekend, even after work, you know, like,
2: and we strongly encourage volunteer opportunities. I know community ga- engagement always loves to have team members volunteer, plug for community engagement. Thank but, you.
3: Hey, we have some you know, community member volunteer opportunities coming up too. Uh, so, so not just team members. No, keep us in mind. Yeah, like rock members. the riverfront, those opportunities. It's a big community event. So we talked about how Royal has like an absurd amount of development opportunities, which is true. There's so many, whether it be internal training opportunities, external training opportunities, all of that. And, you know, when we have those options, it's, you know, to develop ourselves, learn new things, grow. But if we talk about development, like why does Royal offer those? Like why is it important even not working here to keep developing your skills? Does that give you a leg up even if, you know, you're applying for the same position as someone else? You know, could you get a leg up and pay or, you know, how does that really impact that?
2: I think it shows the initiative of a candidate. You know, if they're actively still pursuing education, even though they have a degree, they're doing online certifications or anything to keep them up to date. Because as we know, everything changes so quickly. I mean, we constantly learn new recruiting techniques or new laws that go into effect. So keeping yourself up to date, especially in the financial world, is really important. Um, from all the regulations, the laws that come through. So anything you can do to like keep yourself in the know and up to date will help you probably stand out to candidates. I think it goes back to the the experience and how you stand out on a resume is having all of those different opportunities.
0: And I, I think don't hold it to specifically to whatever area uh, that you're trying to Im- improve on, right? Or, or relevant to the particular job, anything. Like if you want to learn how to, Play cube or you know uh, hockey at the age of 38, um, you know, it, w- whatever it is, like you're expanding, you're not just sitting around. Are let's those, just say that those were Things really you've done, yeah,
2: very. Are you 38?
0: Yeah, I'm
3: 38 and uh, I do know how to Super play. Cube. I do
0: not play hockey, it would not be a good situation.
3: We used to play coop in college, it was pretty fun. Yeah.
0: Hey, we should all do a coop game after
4: this.
3: I don't actually know how to play. I, can, I know you have to I can, I can you. knock over the king coob. and the.
4: Did we already talk about what not to do in interviews?
3: Don't flash fancy socks. Do just kidding. Do flash do flash
0: fancy socks. Yep.
3: Maybe like that's a you know top of the resume. I have on great socks.
2: If you would like to see, let me know. You should have a fun fact section on your resume.
4: Is that a thing that actually people have fun facts?
2: I don't know. Occasionally,
0: you'll see something, yeah. you know, from a humor perspective, uh, yeah. sprinkled in there.
2: And I think that's an important if you're interviewing too, is to ask how did this position become open. And I think that's the fortunate thing for us is that we've had a lot of ads to staff because our executive and board sees that there's new positions that we need and we need to build it. And so we've been. That's why we have a lot of open positions right now. Is we've we have those ads that we're trying to fill. So. So that's always important to know. And I usually talk through that with my candidates to make sure they understand here's why this position was open.
4: So my final question is for you best financial advice that you would give somebody or best advice in general?
2: I would say create a plan, know where you want to be, whether that's you know, financially or in your career, and know where you you want to be and how you're gonna get there. Create those steps so that you're not just going blindly, but knowing that things can happen that can veer you off that course it's not a straight line
0: say these are going to be two powerful statements so be ready for it don't stop believing.
3: (laughs) I knew it
1: (laughs) I thought you were going back to socks and I was like no I'm on board
0: no 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 no.
4: this is could
3: probably get it back there
4: we're
1: at the next
0: level so don't stop believing and crank that woo knob all the way up even if it breaks Crank that woo knob all the way up. Taking it from 10 to 11. I love it.
3: Can you imagine if Joe's woo knob broke (laughs) at the ultimate woo? Like not being able to reel that back in.
2: Sometimes he is stuck on that ultimate woo for a while. That's all I'm shooting for. If, if,
0: (laughs) if, If I can make a positive impact.
2: Just a little bit. Just
0: a little bit. Somewhere.
2: I will say. That's why I'm here. The reason I decided to join Royal, I mean, I was already going to join, but him and Carrie Helverson in our department created a video and sent me a video about how excited they were to have me join the team. What? So talk about sealing the deal. That's like the ultimate. How can you say no? I love How can you say that. no to Joe on video wearing sunglasses? Yeah, outside? I remember it.
0: We had a selfie stick. Yeah. <laughs> and we went down by the river.
2: May have been a tear shed. <laughs> and, so I was just so excited. And
0: we we sent a very loud and clear message. Obviously, Danielle mm-hmm. remembers it very I very do. clearly. I do. Uh but yeah, that, it was a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, I didn't say yes right away. I made oh. Betty wait.
0: Not cool.
1: I mean, that's like the ultimate recruiter playing the recruiter. Like,
2: <laughs> it's like he knew how to get. Try
0: me. recruiting a recruiter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fun.
2: That's awesome. Cooper. Uh-oh.
4: If somebody likes Money Donuts, what should they do?
3: They should subscribe on their favorite podcast listening platform. Leave us a rating and review. Share their woo. Ooh, can you add that to the Spotify one? Yeah. The like question but, of the like, what's
4: your woo? What's your woo? What should the rating be? Like 1 to 10? Where's your woo Probably at? 1 to 11, I would say. but
0: Make sure you include 11
1: that's an option i don't know if that's an option but
2: breaking the knob
1: oh breaking the knob knob. yeah
2: maybe
3: we could do like a a, you know fill in the comment section oh genius anyway so yeah like comment you know subscribe rate review it does
4: really help spread the word on money donuts and lets people know why it's important to listen
3: share with your friends and family
4: james steve it's good to see you you as well all right everybody else we'll see you later Oh, should we have them sing?
2: Yeah. Can you harmonize? That was not part of the deal.
0: So, what kind of song should we sing?
2: Don't stop.
0: I mean,
3: Believe there's that.
0: Donut.
3: Donut. No. Do
0: All we do is win, 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 no matter what, when it comes to eating donuts and
4: coffee, recruiting drinking, the best coffee. talent.
0: Yeah, recruiting <laughs> the best. <laughs> <I'll>
4: apply today. <laughs> <laughs> Done.